In the vein of things that we usually talk about on this channel, this is something that I've wanted to talk about for a long time, but haven't really gotten time to do it or haven't really had time to percolate my thoughts on it. But I think after the, the events of the last few weeks, I kind of have more of an idea of what I wanted to say about this. And the topic specifically is why YouTube isn't really the platform for everyone. And this is something that may sound extremely obvious when you think about it at first, but when you think about the scope of what YouTube is in our current community, in our current internet world, it isn't really the most obvious thing to not go on YouTube. The first idea that you have, most likely you will make into a video or a podcast or something and put it up on YouTube because YouTube is just that broad reaching. It has so much content from so many types of people and so many types of communities and so many different avenues that it really is the go-to option for whenever you have any idea creatively. Like even, uh, even ideas that aren't really suited to a video style format will most likely end up on YouTube anyway, just because it's the best way to build a community on the internet and be able to profit off of it at some point in the future. Now, I don't think that most people get on YouTube initially with the idea of being able to profit off it in the future, but it is something that kind of sits in the back of your mind when you are putting time into the whole YouTube thing. And when you eventually do put enough time into it where it's worth having someone reward you for that or a sponsor reach out or have enough subscribers to be able to build a Patreon or something more substantial that could have an actual impact on your life, it's good to know that that's a possibility when you start out. And it isn't really so obvious that it is a possibility on a lot of other platforms. Now, for me specifically, this was kind of a eureka moment when I realized that I didn't really have to do YouTube. It's not really necessary for me because for me, I'm primarily a writer. That's what I do primarily. YouTube is a side thing because I know how to record my voice and edit a video and put it up on the internet. And really, that's all just extraneous to the point that I really want to do, which is just write. And YouTube doesn't really lend itself to the kind of work that I'm trying to make or that I feel like I'd be best utilized doing. Now, I think that applies to a lot of other people as well. When you're trying to make a YouTube video, you really have to tailor what you're trying to say to fit the platform. And that's not really something unique to YouTube. When you're trying to make a podcast, you have to fit your content to what is generally accepted to be a podcast. Now, that doesn't mean there isn't room for experimentation to do other things, but it does mean that you have to start out within a broad scope of limitations. This isn't always a bad thing. Sometimes the limitations can help you be more creative and kind of subvert the expectations of what people look for in a YouTube video or a podcast. And we have had plenty of examples of those on YouTube and in the podcast genre in general. But at the same time, if you're not really sure of what you're trying to do as a creator on YouTube and you just want to be on YouTube because you want to be on YouTube, if you're on YouTube just to be on YouTube, chances are you'll be making the same kind of content that everyone else is making on YouTube. And what that means is you're just repeating what other people have already done. Now, again, there's nothing wrong with that. And you could make a fine career doing that. There are many channels that basically just do what another channel is doing on a more regular basis. And because of this USP of being more regular, they have been able to capitalize and formed a successful channel. But if that wasn't really your intent when you started out, there's no reason to dip to that just to get things done. You can do things off YouTube that are successful as well. 
That's really what I wanted to talk about. Video has become such an easy platform to access for most people that it's kind of become the go-to now, where you can make video about basically anything. Even journalistic reporting, which is generally best done through writing, is now being done on video through YouTube from live reporters on the scene. And there isn't really anything wrong with that other than that it doesn't provide the amount of information density that is best suited for that medium. YouTube videos generally are more loose and don't contain as much information as a written article would just because of the fact that YouTube videos have to be more conversational. That's kind of what is expected of a YouTube video. That's the paradigm that we're used to. So when you want to do some other kind of creative work, if you want to do something that takes more production value and takes more time to produce or anything like that, YouTube may not be the best place to go. There are other platforms for that probably, and I think being involved in a local community helps more with that because more people will be showing up to your show just because you're in their area versus YouTube you're competing with literally the entire rest of the world. The point being, YouTube need not be the go-to medium for you no matter what you're doing. If you're doing something that is best hosted elsewhere, it's better to pursue that than to just be on YouTube. And YouTube, I think, kind of has become the go-to primarily because we all watch YouTube every day. Most people who live on the internet usually watch at least one YouTube video every day. It's kind of unavoidable at this point. No matter what you're browsing, it'll probably have a link to a YouTube video somewhere in there. So the highest amount of exposure of internet media content we get to is for YouTube videos. So kind of like how kids used to watch movies in the early 1900s and be like, I want to be a movie star. Everybody watches YouTube videos and their first thought about what kind of creative content they want to do on the internet automatically just goes to YouTube. And there's not really any other competing platform that has as much exposure as YouTube does. So when you see that, you just assume that's a thing to do and you go there first. And this is kind of the point of advertising in the first place. It's not to convince people of the benefits of your product. It's to put the name of your product in their head. So when they think about buying something that has to do with the thing that you're selling, like, for example, Squarespace, whenever anyone thinks of web hosting, the first thing that comes to mind is Squarespace because they've been so aggressive with their marketing online, right? And YouTube, similarly, because of how ubiquitous they are everywhere on the Internet, kind of just pops up in your head whenever you think making things on the Internet. But recently, in the past three years, there's really been more and more avenues to doing things outside of YouTube that can be just as successful as being on YouTube. Thanks to, in no small part, YouTube messing up their own lead and making it more and more difficult for creators to monetize on their platform. A couple examples that we can cite is, for example, there are a lot of writers on Patreon who publish a short story a month or give early access to chapters that they're writing for their novel. And they're able to do this because... Patreon encourages this kind of one-on-one -on -one relationship with the community and they have this back and forth with the community that allows them to, just by offering a preview into their work that they're already doing, Patreon stresses this pretty big by the way, when you, whenever you get an email from Patreon they always start with, don't try to go out of your way to do things from your community, make sure that you can incorporate it into your daily workflow because that's the only way you can keep things consistent and your audience might appreciate that even more. They stress that a lot whenever they send you an email. And Patreon is kind of built on establishing this community relation, which YouTube is not obviously built to do. The only interaction that you have with your community on YouTube really is through the comments. And the comments really is the community interacting with itself, not so much with the creator. But on Patreon, the relation is more close to talking to a group of people that you know support you one-on-one. -on -one. 
it's more akin to a town hall than kind of a public performance. And with that level of closeness, you can kind of do more things that you want to do without having to worry about how it will be perceived by the rest of the YouTube community. Patreon is more cloistered and more separated off into separate little chunks, which don't really interact, which is not great for forming a social platform, but it is great for forming a place to interact with the people who like you. Now, Patreon, while good for monetization, isn't really good for community building. So we're still kind of back to step one on where you get the community that supports you from. And that's really what YouTube is meant to be for. When you put things up on YouTube, people see it. And you're kind of putting it out into the world in general, not really targeting anybody. But YouTube finds the people that they think will like your videos and they show it to them and people watch it and other people who like it also watch. And eventually you have a bunch of people who come to YouTube specifically for your videos, maybe that could eventually end up happening. So in 2019, what YouTube has really become is a community building platform where people find the people that want to support them and then take them off platform. That's really become the go-to way to monetize people from YouTube because YouTube is so hard to monetize. But at the same time, there are ways to do this without having a substantial YouTube presence. And I don't think you need to shun YouTube to be able to use it most effectively. I think you can still have an off YouTube presence while utilizing YouTube for the things that it is good for. Live streaming, for example, YouTube, I think, has the best technology of anyone on offer. And you can watch as a viewer a live DVR version of whatever live stream you're watching, which is not something that any other platform offers. And the chat and everything is on parity with Twitch and other live streaming softwares. So YouTube doesn't really need to be the focus of your content stream. There are sites like Kofi where you can draw things for commission and they have that set up. That's a pretty good thing. And you can have Twitter or any other social platform be your main presence and just have your content scattered all over the place. And I think 2019 and beyond, it, that's going to be the way to go because by limiting yourself to YouTube or any one platform, you're tying your fate to what eventually happens with that platform, which may not be a good thing in the long run. As we saw in 2019 and 2018 with YouTube, any number of advertisers could pull their ads for any reason off YouTube. And that affects everyone who's making a living off of YouTube, as we've been told multiple times by multiple creators. So really, it's all about risk management at the end. If you started off wanting to do YouTube videos, it may be in your best interest not to just do YouTube videos and to do other things as well, because you don't want to limit your success to one platform, which could eventually go down for any number of reasons. And at the same time, if you wanted to do something on the internet and got directed to YouTube, I would encourage you to go look for other places to put your stuff because YouTube isn't the end-all and be-all of creating on the internet. There are many places that encourage and accept creative submissions that can help you build a community on a similar level to YouTube, if not as effectively as YouTube. But for some people like me, doing the things that I want to do isn't really conducive to being on YouTube at the same time, because YouTube is primarily a video platform, and I'm primarily a writing kind of guy. Anyway, that's it. See you soon.